0: Hi everybody, this is Andy from Data Driven, the Machine Learning, Artificial Intelligence, and Data Science podcast. I'm coming to you live from Greensboro, North Carolina. I've uh, driven here, it's about three hours west of uh, Washington, North Carolina, where I spent the last day and a half uh, working uh, with uh, the uh, Baptist General Assembly of Virginia's Disaster Response Team. Uh, helping clean up some after Hurricane Florence came through that era, uh, area, and uh, what I would, uh, what I'd like to point out, is actually an idea inspired by my co-host Frank, and um, Frank reminded me that yep, I'd moved the Andy Weather Instruments pack uh, to, uh, I'd relocated them so they'd be closer to the base station, so I could pick up some weather data about Hurricane Florence as it passed by. That didn't come very close. The remnants didn't come very close to Farmville, Virginia. Although I was in Richmond that Monday, when one outer band, like the last uh, eastern outer band, swung through on nearly a, a north, south to north path and dropped maybe a dozen tornadoes in right downtown Richmond, it was pretty bad. In fact, one came about one dropped down about a mile of where I was, and another um, was closer than a mile. So. It was an interesting afternoon, to say the least, but um, what I've been doing the past day and a half is uh, talking to some of the people who survived Hurricane Florence. I've been helping folks that have been down here since literally hours after the storm passed through northeast North Carolina, um, helping folks recover and doing things like cooking food, because some of these folks didn't have power for a week or more, and There was no way to get food, nobody had power. Uh, There were just lots of trees down, lots of lines down. So these folks came in, uh, trucked food from four hours away, uh, cooked it and gave it away. Um, A lot of folks partnered together, a lot of people from different uh, denominations, uh, different faiths, uh, some non-denominational government agencies, some some agencies that are just there to help folks. All of them work together and You know, there were no um, Weather Channel or CNN trucks around uh, to show people pulling together and working together to, um, you know, kind of bring this, you know, help bring these communities back. And while I'm not surprised by that, and I promise I'm not fussing at the Weather Channel or CNN about that, what I, you know, what I do want to point out is um, I was uh, collecting data from... The, you know, from the storms that came through, both Florence and Michael, and, and while collecting the data is important, analyzing the data is important, there's people behind the data, and I got to talk to some of them, uh, and, and listen to their stories, and, and hear what they went through, and it's very real, and it's very scary, and, you know, I've seen the damage in the wake of the storm, the flooding. Wind damage. Um, Yesterday, we spent all day removing, um, uh, you know, um, plywood. plywood. Well, actually, yeah, plywood and uh, and wallboard, um, sheetrock. We took that down where water had come in and flooded this one residence um, about a foot deep, and you wouldn't know that was a floodplain um, this week when we were there. But there was a lot of uh, flooring we had to take up down to the subfloor. Cause all of that had been soaked with water it had been damaged um, there was no power at the house even now and the big reason there is no power at the house now is because it's not safe they just basically flipped the meter so that uh, when they restored power to the rest of the street and there are some houses that have power that particular house was so damaged it would be unsafe if they did supply power the water's turned off the gas is turned off and um it's still that way in a lot of places, although the storm came through uh, roughly six weeks ago. But again, um, there's people behind this data. And, um, you know, it, it, it plays into, and this is what, what Frank's message to me was about it plays into the ethical use of data and how we should be uh, cognizant of the fact that while we're supplying statistics and doing analysis of uh, probably anonymized data, Behind the anonymity are our lives and some of those lives were lost in these storms um, Many were changed and and they'll remain changed for months if not years so You know, I just uh, encourage you while You know while we're thinking about these statistics and the numbers and kind of crunching through them, especially these types of numbers that remember there are There are real people behind them. There are lives and um, some of them were impacted severely, some were lost. So it's more than just um, it's more than just numbers to, to crunch here. And um, I'll close with uh, one of my axioms about data <laughs> is that um, you can use statistics for anything about people except people. Anyway, I'm getting ready to run in here in Greensboro and deliver a presentation to the uh, PASS SQL uh, BI Triad Group here. I said that all backwards. The Triad SQL PASS Business Intelligence Group. I'm going to be talking about Faster SSIS tonight. Um, Then I'm headed to the office. I've got a couple of days of preparation to do for the PASS Summit next week in Seattle. And um, I think I'll just leave you with that.